This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 70 of The Rage. The Rage? What is, mm. what is that a squeakle for? Carrie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Stephen King would be so proud. Yes. This has a lot to do with what we're talking about today. Probably oh, should have saved that for like closer to Halloween, but that's all right. That's okay. I'll, I'll find something It else. is close to Halloween. Yeah. Closer to Halloween. We're like a week away. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... We uh, today we are talking about the good, bad, and ugly of technology, mm. and there are some things that were great that came out in the '90s. Good, really. Technology-wise, it was a good technological decade. Mm-hmm. There are some things that were pretty darn bad. Yeah, that came out in the '90s. So I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, we actually asked you, the '80s, '90s fans, the listeners, the listeners. Uh, on Instagram, yeah. uh, kind of, you know, what what did you love yeah. from your past? Yeah. And uh, Wes, why don't you take it away with some of the answers that oh, we got yeah. on the Instagrams? Yeah. Well, let's just get this out of the way. All right. Mike Anderson answered. Oh. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, he said, hit clips. The inconvenient, oh. lo-fi way to listen to just uh, just part of your favorite Britney's. Oh, yourself. yeah. I forgot about those. I like barely remember. So that was like one track, right? Or no? It was like track. a clip of it. Yeah. It was just a clip. Because it's hit clips. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't even a full song. It was a clip yeah. of a song? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, okay. Okay. See that? That was. <laughs> well, I, I asked what, what was the worst. Uh, I mean, that's technology. pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. Um, the Sensational Skinner said Pogs. Oh, like. Like okay, so you asked what the worst ones were, and yes. okay, can we talk to that person about pogs? what technology is? Yeah, because <laughs> or cardboard. Yeah, pogs are not technology. <laughs> I think he's I like, trolling us. I like them. They were made. I out had of many technology. pogs. They, technology created them. They worked with milk jug technology, but I don't know that pogs themselves operate in the category of technology. You know what? I think he was joking, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, your joke sounds a lot like a serious mishap. <laughs> he said it in all caps. We're so. being trolled. No, well, wait, maybe Pogs to, has to be Yeah, it's not like a, the registered trademark But the S was in his exclamation point. Oh, well, that's where he went wrong. Okay, okay, okay. It's very sensational Skinner. Bless him. Okay, so we'll definitely talk about more '90s technology, but real quick, yeah, we want to technology. know we want to know what your good, bad, ugly, mostly ugly because that's more fun mm-hmm. of ni- '80s, '90s technology. We are on social media at Pass Forwardcast on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're also on email, AOL email. We're on that email, passforwardcast at AOL dot com. We'd love to interact with you and um, share why our opinion is right and yours is wrong. So And subscribe to us on Spotify now. Yeah. And we are on Spotify now, so yeah. you can uh, finally delete that podcast app that you're listening to mm-hmm. uh, right you now. Tried, you so. tried them all, but now Spotify's here. Yep. So, so, uh, this was sponsored by Spotify. I always feel like we should determine this before we start recording. Sure. Who wants to go first? I'd be honored to go first if you want. Colin, please go first. I don't want him to go first. And this is, we are going with our good. Hold on, me and Wes are going to fight about who's going to go first. I want Corey to go first. No, you can go. I'll go. Just to settle (laughs) I changed my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Wes runs the ship here. 
Okay. Uh, so my good uh, was a, was a pretty easy answer for me because I feel like it defined a lot of my choices in this era. Uh, my good was the Sony DES51 Sports Discman portable CD player with a water-resistant sports design, steady sound 22-second ESP2 skip, shock protection, AM, FM radio, and a mega bass with groove sound position. You'll Whatever shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> exactly what I thought. But that was one of those, that was the uh, Sony Discman that had like the yellow it was all yellow with like the yellow headphones because it was sportsy or whatever. I saved for a long time to try to get one of those. And like I had like the Panasonic Discman and like this knockoff ones and like Sony and like the one from Kmart. You were a of Discman. But like I I was. (laughs) But like all of them were always like missing this key feature, whichever that actually was. I couldn't articulate it. But like this Mm. one had AFM and radio. This one had a clock. But this one had no anti-skip. Or this one had like a, you know, take nine volt batteries instead of double A's or something stupid. Idiots. Or yeah, morons. So, uh, I this like helped me. Like once I got this, I didn't have to click keyboarding. Like I don't want to listen to my CDs as much because uh, they would scratch. Like you could actually scratch them in like the cheaper ones because mm-hmm. if like you didn't have the anti skip that was keeping it, it would actually scratch itself. So it was like it was, I spent like you know thirteen to fifteen hard earned dollars. If mm. I was stripping at you know Virgin Records, it was you know twenty nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it got here on a ship or something like that. Uh, <laughs> That's better. Yeah, it's, so it's more expensive. But yeah, I, I loved, once I got that, I felt like I like was confident, like, all right, I'm going to listen to CDs everywhere. Like, I didn't, like, <laughs> it was like just in the sacred on a pillow in my room kind of situation where I would usually sit on, on one pillow, <laughs> a, a little tuffet. Uh, but no, like I think that was like, it was very liberating for my music experience in a weird way. And it had AM, FM radio, which everyone was, you know, That's banging fancy. the door down. That, yeah. yeah, that is fancy for uh, for a. You got to switch over. Yeah, listen to you know some Kiss FM. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot ninety seven five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good way to kick it off. Thank you. I'll, I'll go. go. I'll go with my good. Okay. Unless Wes, you want to, you are driving the ship here, so. Well, you can go. He's, like, he's at the helm. If you will. Uh, so mine's a lot more broad. A, you know, a little less specific than. What, what was specific about that? <laughs> mm. Mine, my good is AOL. Oh, AOL America Online, also known as. And the reason it's good is because I feel like it kicked everything off with the internet. Like it was. Democratized it. it you not mean only, it kicked you off of the internet? It did actually. That did happen a lot. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Get on the phone. I my can't. Bub. I actually have a funny story about that. Right. My my uh, account was completely shut down and I'll, I'll get to that in a second oh, but why i loved dear. aol and why i actually kind of miss it oh. is because it felt more like an exclusive portal you were going through rather than this okay the general internet that you access through an internet browser mm-hmm. you still had aol which in the end it was baked in your email yep. you could have instant messenger oh, in yeah. there and talk to people back and forth and it just it was a lot more straightforward mm-hmm. And they had their own pages, their own chat rooms, their own message keywords. boards. Keywords. Yeah, you hit a keyword, you'd go to the Nickelodeon keyword, and it was built specifically for America Online. Mm-hmm. And there's just there's something so nostalgic about that when I think about like going to the chat, AOL chat rooms and setting up my AOL profile. Yep. That's just something that we'll never, ever get to experience again because you never want to go into a chat room anymore. Yeah. Um, and this was before Why? we knew <laughs> about in there. child predators. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm all alone, guys. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> There's nobody else in those chat rooms. <laughs> so, and AOL, I mean, think about how excited were you 
to take advantage of that free 15 hours, that oh. little CD that you got to put in. Man. And so many email addresses for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here's a, here's a question. And mm-hmm. I think we've answered this before, but it's been a while. What was your first AOL or AIM screen name? It was the same one all along, the whole time. Colin Harmon, XOXO. It was uh, Colinito, C-O-L-I-N-I-T-0, which means little Colin. That's what your grandmother or somebody mm-hmm. called your Nice. Yeah. Mine yeah. was Poconacha Punks, 32. <laughs> <laughs> MXPX for life, y'all. Love Still cooler it. than mine. Um, I think my original was God Rules 12. Oh. So, you know, son well, of a preacher man. So. Yeah. I think that's the best one, Corey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit was, more nerdy. Than, were you kind of bummed that like one through 11 was taken, but at least you made it on the disciples <laughs> Got team. Got it to 12. 12. Yes. yes. Yep. Well, there were 12 disciples. Full also, dozen. <laughs> Is that why? Also, no. My age at the time <laughs> was 12. So. Uh, well, that was had a little timestamp. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't think that through. It's going to be 12 forever. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> AOL, and obviously that launched Instant Messenger. I sure. mean, and it's you know it's kind of an early form of texting. So oh, I loved it. It's just it was a good time, and that that tiny period of time when you could go boot up AOL, see the little guy that's running as your dial up is running, and you, you hear the welcome, so you've got slow. mail, you know, yeah. like the guy talking to you. I mean, it's just we're never going to have anything like that again. So. Yeah. Well, we could if we tried. Yeah, AOL Instant Messenger was a very weird. I feel like I watched. Uh, there was a. It was very polarizing, I in my friend groups at least, of like the people that are like, yeah, like hit me up on Instant Messenger or whatever, and like we'll chat it out like till all the time, like till we, we hours in the morning kind of stuff. I felt yep. like, and then there's people I was like, I don't use AOL Instant Messenger. Let's hang out in real life. And I feel like in some weird way, the people that I were like, let's hang out in real life. I've also watched those are the people that like that don't have Twitter <laughs> now or like they right. don't use Facebook. Or they only use Facebook. Like I just like I don't know. I feel like that was like a weird polarization of like, are you mm-hmm. going to buy into this internet thing mm-hmm. across a lot of different parts of your life? Like they probably don't own Kindles, or they probably like always. I don't know. I feel like it was like a weird tipping point at that season. For me, it was always like I always felt like I was funnier, I was more engaging. So like going to chat rooms to the you know twelve-year-olds uh, only, and then doing the you know twelve slash M slash totally true. Only twelve-year-olds were in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I totally believed it too and then you strike up a <laughs> private conversation with somebody and like in middle school this was like oh I'm talking to girls yeah. ASL which I, yeah which I obviously wasn't Nick. but uh, anyway so it was there was a little bit of an innocence there um, a little bit <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't know I kind of miss and real quick the story I have about getting my uh, account canceled mm-hmm. was um, we I was in a chat room do you guys remember punters yeah that would like they were like, uh, tr- like kind of running the chat room. They would kick people. It out. was kind of like you could download it, and it was a thing that would give you special permissions within a chat room. So it would unlock basically your ability to have different fonts, different colors, oh. and you could do f- really fun things with like kind of the old school emoticons. Um, and you could also kick people out. Mm-hmm. It had almost gave you god power in a chat room. Mm-hmm. And so I entered well, like you a, were God rules. So yeah, that's true. Uh, I Kicked. <laughs> I entered like a Nickelodeon chat room or something like that. It was like an official, like high end, uh, high end, like mm. uh, uh, highly moderated <laughs> chat room. Uh-huh. <laughs> the face that <laughs> the high end chat room. Anyway, yes. so I booted up the punter, and when you boot up the punter, it, it posts, I think I've told the story before, it, it like posted 
you know, God rules 12 booted up hunter or whatever, like shows it in the chat room. Mm. So the moderator was like, shut that down right now or I'll boot you. And so I did, but when you do that, it shows, shows up again. God rules 12, shut down the punter. When it did that, I heard goodbye and, oh. and immediately locked out of AOL, and it wouldn't let me log back in. Oh. They deleted my account, and not just mine. I mean, that was my family's, parents, yeah. my parents' account. <laughs> so my dad had to get on the phone with AOL and chew them out. <laughs> And I told him the truth about what happened. And Did he, he even me, know what he was talking about? I had to like explain it to him. And eventually, at one point, he handed the phone to me so I could talk to the operator. Like, Hello there, this is God Rules 12. <laughs> yeah. um, can you, are you using a printer? I, and, uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was not allowed, and then I listened to it. And then I, was, you, I was in a really fancy chat room, and then, and then I put my tea down because I was in a fancy chat room. And, and I just <laughs> wanted to talk about Rocco's Modern Life with other friends. <laughs> So anyway, that, that I think he eventually got it turned back on. But I they were that. they were super resistant. I sure hope My so. dad had to like yell at them, like they were like, "Well, he broke the rules." And anyway, so anyway, I still love Rebel. the AOL. I love that so much. All that, right, that Wes. Me. All right, I think I'm gonna first start b- off by saying I think kids and even really adults can kind of take for granted how quickly technology moves now, mm. but. Mm. When we were growing mm. up, it seemed like we were able to fully appreciate everything new that came along and really kind of see it through. And like my good is definitely an example of one of those things. And it was the CD-ROM. Ooh, that's a good one. I, uh, and my family one. wasn't really much of a computer family, but we had did have like a very standard computer that basically we used as a solitary playing machine. And my first experience to my first exposure to CD-ROM was in my elementary computer class uh-huh. with Mrs. Hogan. Uh-huh, yeah. And did Super y'all nice. have computer class? Yeah, Mrs. Uh, Hogan was great. Yeah, she was wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I remember Hulk. her showing us an Arthur game, like the character Arthur. And before he had Arthur had a PBS show, he had like a series of educational yeah, books. Yeah, I think I, I remember the the, um, the the game that you're referring to. At least. Yeah, and yeah. I think that was like his big selling thing at that time was CD-ROM uh-huh. educational games. And I just remember how much more interactive it was more than like Oregon Trail or whatever was played in computer class. And so after a while, I got a CD-ROM for dr- a drive for Christmas. And like I said earlier, my family was not very computer savvy. So I remember my parents watching an instructional VHS of how to install it. And I'm pretty sure I've never heard my parents curse more than, than like the handful of days it took to install that that <laughs> CD-ROM drive. Uh, it was terrible, but once it was installed, it was great. It's like my parents bought me this Lucas Arts pack of games that included Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, um, Sam and Max Hit the Road, and Star Wars Rebel Assault and Day of the Tentacle, oh. and like those are great games, but. Um, and I play them for a while, but I, I, eventually I kind of like, it was kind of like the extent of my computer gaming. Like I never really went further than that after that. I just yeah. kind of stuck to consoles, but I loved the idea of CD-ROM and mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it was my, one of my favorite things in the computer before the internet came along. No, that, that is interesting to think about like how much uh, that was for a long time in competition with game consoles. 
in that sense. Like that's kind of yeah. where that first started versus that, whereas that was not necessarily the intentionality. Cause I remember getting like Encarta. So you have like the whole <laughs> uh, yeah. Encyclopedia Britannica on CD on four CD ROMs or whatever kind of like that, which is crazy to think about. Uh, I remember like even in that, like the the first time where you had like the, you downloaded the script where it's like, Oh, my computer has like a, uh, has a, 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 a drink holder. And then you push, run the app, and it opens the CD-ROM thing. Right. For your drink. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Coca-Cola actually put out a, a little like, Are you software. Serious? Yeah, a little dot .exe. That was That's right. funny. <laughs> so stupid. That seems dangerous. Yeah. Very. My you hit close and so just mad. cuts the can in half. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! My Pepsi clear. Okay, so let's move along to the so bad that it's good category. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure yeah. kind of deal. Maybe uh-huh. a little controversial. Colin, what do you got? Uh, okay, so uh, my So Bad It's Good is in 1998 when I was in the eighth grade, I went to a store and I paid $10 uh, to get a pager in the eighth grade. Mm, and yeah. I somehow had to come up with $10 every month going forward and have <laughs> my parents figure out that I had it. Uh, <laughs> but it was awesome. It was I, I, I looked back on that and I was like, even though it's so stupid, like, and I think the only people that still use them is like doctors and then like lawyers right. who like probably have commercials. I still or use them on buses. I think doctors still use pagers. Really? Yeah. Because I never really you, understood the, like the point of it. Like at that time? Yeah. It was like I've never really like grasped of like why it was important to have. It was it was kind of like a like the reason that people now would like want notifications on their watch. It's like a reason that you want to like feel important. <laughs> Even though your life is yeah. fine without that notification, yeah. I think. But like, unless you were a doctor that really warranted it, or like a lawyer, where it's like, oh, hey man, I'm in like it's my one call. <laughs> uh, I think there wasn't. But for me, it was a matter of like I just felt like it was like I probably looked like a drug dealer. I never dealt drugs, but I feel like it was like a way to get a hold of some me that I felt like I wanted at the time. Well, speaking through the lens of a middle schooler, which is what I was when I had a pager. Um, you had one too. Yeah, I did. Well, what happened was, you know, my parents got my brother one and my sister one Mm -hmm. and that meant they had to get me one because they wanted they didn't have to but they were very fair parents and so they got us all three pagers for christmas and i didn't really have a use for it i usually just kept it to tell time uh (laughs) and but like well it was a cool factor too there was a cool factor there i was so proud of it and i had set up my own little voicemail with it with the music and the background and everything Mm -hmm. telling people to type in their number or leave a voicemail message you could do that with the the pager Uh, i didn't have one and then i could then type like type in the voicemail number and check it um so there was that kind of it but like you know my mom did use it to like to, hey, give me a, give me a call. Like if I'm at my friend's house, yeah. mm-hmm. she would page me, and then I would find a phone and call her, which was you know helpful because I wasn't always at my friend's house. We'd be walking to Blockbuster or walking to the Seven Eleven mm-hmm. or whatever. We'd be out and about always. Um, so it was useful in that aspect, and I think for adults it might have been just like you know cell phones weren't re- readily available. So if someone's yep. out on the road or something, it, you yeah, know, that's it's like true. you can page somebody and they can find a pay phone and then. Call, yeah, so. and it was passive, so the battery lasted longer than mm-hmm. most yeah. of the cell phones that yeah. time. I remember there was a ton of kids at my school that would have them, but they weren't activated. Like they just had it as like a, a cool thing. That's funny. Like they would just have it. <laughs> Posers. Yeah. yeah, it was. Page me. I mean, but it don't. was so dumb. That's really funny. I've never heard of that. And they would get called out on it all the time, and they're like, that. "Oh, it's real, but it's, it's just not it's activated yet." I was like, I haven't like paid my bill or whatever. <laughs> um, so just before we move on, my honorable mention for so bad it's good just because I enjoyed it. Uh, only when I went to my grandma's house is uh, the clapper. <laughs> <laughs> I, nice. remember, 
Uh, that was I loved it. That's what I was going to talk about. Ah! <laughs> Blew it. You should have held on to your I'm honorable sorry. mention until we were all your done. honorably mentioned my. Well, that teased well, you up quite well. Well, Wes, why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Um, we actually never owned one of these, but this is basically like the smart plug of the eighties yeah, and nineties. I never like, had it either, but. I think it's probably one of the most like famous infomercials of all time. Like the clap on, clap off, clap on, clap off. The thing I love most about the clapper is how much it used. It's used as like a punchline in shows and TV, sh- like TV shows and movies. Like mm, even, yeah. like even a few days ago, like I w- I was watching a new episode of Ducktales. Shut up! And <laughs> one of the characters clapped to turn off. Th- the lights to go to bed and like I, I just wondered like what do kids think that they, <laughs> they just did yeah that's um, funny. why didn't but, they just ask Alexa yeah but I kind of wish instead of saying like Alexa or hey Siri I wish we could just still clap to make things like that happen I but, still use that as a punchline anytime yeah. the power goes out and there's like a <laughs> silence I will do that that's like a yeah. go-to joke for me did y'all ever it, it, it has mild uh, response each time no you're not do y'all did your families or any? You said your grandmother My had grandma one. Grandma had one, yeah. Did it work well? Most of the time. Okay. And le- but the funny thing is, is you could like drop something in the kitchen and it would turn the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like, like it was just like the double sound. So yeah. if anything hit that same sound. I twice. remember it had a security feature. Like if you turn it to away mode, like if it hears anything, it will turn on the lights. So it would be kind of like a security oh. feature. If anybody breaks in your house, the lights would turn on. That's clever. So Kevin needed that. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been really useful for him. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother had the thing where you could just touch. It was like you touch the lamp and it'll. Oh turn yeah, on. my. Yeah, you touch the room, which I felt like was more fancy. Yeah. Oh. Like, how did it know I was touching it? Mm. Magic yeah. touch, like Midas. But yeah, that's my bad, Colin. My bad. <laughs> my did bad. you have another honor- honorable moment? I, for, for a second, for, for the one. ugly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay, so the bad I have actually, I, I was hesitant whether or not to put it in a bad because I really think it was good. So bad, it's good. But I think because of the struggles with it um, that people had, I, I'll put it in the bad category, and that's the Game Gear. Mm. So people kind of slammed it because of its poor battery life. You had to put like 16 batteries into it. Like yeah, that, it took double A batteries yeah. instead of just giving you a rechargeable battery that was you know. St- well, it worked in it. Surf Ninjas. But so that's a good <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, and I never understood why Game Boy was more popular than Game Gear because Game Gear felt like it was a like a step ahead of yeah, what Game Boy was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Game Boy it was at the wide time, instead of tall. Yeah, and Game Boy at the time didn't have. It had Sonic, not the Mario. Color. Sorry, you're. I mean, you're basically preaching to the choir over here. Because <laughs> it said Sega when you turned it on. <laughs> you're just making my, all of my arguments. <laughs> So I, I loved it. It to me, and and the graphics on it were akin to like an actual Sega Genesis. Like there was no loss yeah. in graphics. That is true. And it was black. And that blew my mind. And it was black. Mm. Um. So dark mode. I, I still don't really Shout know why mode. Game Boy was more popular than Game Gear because it was essentially it a portable first. Sega Genesis. Yeah, it came first. So Game Boy won that. Won the hearts of millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that doesn't make sense to me. So, I say it's so bad, it's good. I mean, it actually was really good, and you know, it's it didn't last, and people didn't latch onto it. So, I mean, to a sense, like Sega, like the Genesis was the underdog of like the consoles yeah. Yeah. at the time. So it's like, well, you guys know I was a Sega guy, so I was, I was too. In the minority. I had I had, I had a Sega Genesis, boy. but I had a Game Boy. Hmm. 
And Haley had the opposite. She had a Super Nintendo and she had a Game Gear. See, I feel like that would have been the way to go. Yeah. That would have been the right way That's to go. pretty good, yeah. Because Super Nintendo has some exclusive games that were awesome that yeah, I never got to play. Super exclusive. Super exclusive. Whereas Game Gear, it's, you kind of get the same games as the Genesis for the most part. So. Yeah. That's a good uh, point. That's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, well, I have an honorable mention, but I'll hold that off. Just, just in to, case. Just in case well, on that one. But it's in the, so bad it's good, right? Yeah, but it might be my ugly or your. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Save it to the end. <laughs> yeah, sure, know? sure. All right, Colin. Learn from my folly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let's go with the ugly. Now okay. this is this, this is the category where it's like this should never have existed. Yeah. Uh, so my ugly from the '90s is just uh, mirrors in general because I hated myself in the '90s. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Technology <laughs> uh, still terrible. Yeah. Doesn't work right. Yeah, it always just disfigures my face, but they say it's just fine. So, anyways. <laughs> No, but uh, my ugly that I cannot believe that we all were fine with this is uh, removable faceplates on like car stereos. <laughs> Why did we all think that that was normal? To where, like, I never understood I, that either. I had like, a bad experience with that. Great. So I had, like, I had to duct tape my because like the latch broke, so I had to duct tape it every time. Yeah. yeah, and like during the Atlanta heat, it would like fall off yeah. because of the heat, so I'd have to keep on duct taping it to it. It was the most ghetto thing. I felt yeah. so stupid like, doing think it. Think of how much confidence we put into that little teeny piece of plastic that was holding it to itself with, yeah. that obviously sabotaged your circumstances. Yeah. But then like how normal it became for all of us to be carrying our radio in our pockets. Or Which our I room. never did. It was, did yeah. you ever do that? My So my parents, my dad, uh, we got like a removable stereo in our you know Suburban or whatever, our 1990 Suburban. Um, but it wasn't like the faceplate pop off one because the, the whole idea was that people were going to steal your whole stereo if they don't have the faceplate. Yeah. But they had my dad had one that was like a whole sleeve pulled out the whole stereo. What? Like it was like a seven by seven block of steel that you pulled out, and then he had like a little like messenger bag uh-huh. yeah. satchel that you put it into. That's so we'd be like walking into like you know, Chili's. the Chili's or Applebee's <laughs> or probably something really fancy like Fridays maybe or Olive Garden. Or the Nickelodeon chat room. Or <laughs> 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 getting high. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, he's that's not talking too high fancy. Yeah, that's way too much. You'd have that's, to put that in a lockbox. Yeah, box. we yeah. were just peasants. We weren't like Corey level money back down in Florida. <laughs> um, but like that was like normal for us to be like, all right, we need uh, four chairs and we're going to need an extra bucket to be able to put our stereo <laughs> in everywhere. We're like, what was that? Why are we fine with that? I thought that was just the stupidest thing. Like, were we so concerned that people were going to be breaking into our cars so Apparently. much so that we bought the hype for that, though? I don't know. I thought that was just wild. I um, had this one stereo that was cool. It was called the Chameleon, where it kind of- Flipped around? It sucked into itself, so it, like, became- All the buttons became flat on it, so you couldn't steal it. Yeah. So I had seen that. But, I like, I wrecked my car, like, a few <laughs> months later, <laughs> so, like, that was the nicest CD player I ever had, and I couldn't- <laughs> But like that was such a uh, a fun part of going to like Best Buy is going and playing with all the little yeah. stereos and that kind of stuff. Like that is lost on kids totally. today in a funny way. Like that section still exists at Best Buy. Oh yeah. But also Best Buy still exists. <laughs> but I think in some sense, like what a different like testing all the speakers. Like oh, this speaker is red. I bet it's gonna sound good. Or like this Rockford Fosgate <laughs> or whatever. Like this has lots of lights. Yeah, this one's got this one has like the little screen flippy downy thing or whatever. Like I don't know. It was such a fun time of technology that we're like what are we doing why are we fine with this <laughs> like, why are the radios in our car so bad that i'm like all right i bought a new car i'm gonna get a new aftermarket stereo <laughs> <No>. immediately <laughs> like it's crazy to think about yeah i never cared that much I, I, whatever came standard i was fine with yeah i have replaced them all 
but the chat rooms. Oh, yeah. That's where he yeah. splurged. He was like, I don't have time for stereo. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm too like, busy in the chat room. <laughs> yeah, I have like the high end ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have both my gold bracelets on, and now it's time to chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, uh, sorry, it was my WWJD bracelets. Oh, Remember, true. it's a uh, schedule 12 yeah, we're talking yeah, yeah. about. My bad, my bad. Yeah, 12 of them. So <laughs> my my ugly is something that I, I that was just, I understand the practicality of it. I, I did appreciate it, but at the same time, it was super annoying. Mm-hmm. And that is the TV Guide channel. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, we have all had that experience where we are wanting to know what's on. We have our favorite channels we're waiting for and you flip it to the TV Guide channel and it's like... It just went just missed it. And just you just missed it and then it's a hundred channels away. So you've yeah. got to wait for it to scroll all the way back around and something distracts you and you look away for a second and then it Duh. rolls past the screen and you miss it again and you have to go another rotation. Yeah. So there's that, but yep. then there's also the advertisements that they constantly the play at the top mm-hmm. that just rotate it. Oh, yeah. And you get to a point where you're just suddenly watching the TV guide channel for like an hour because yeah. there's nothing <laughs> on that you want to see. So you yeah. just keep hoping that something will change as it scrolls past and nothing ever does. So ever. you're just listening to Miss Cleo or the... Call <laughs> <laughs> me now. Whatever. What was it, Colin? You just mentioned this uh, one of our past episodes, the Dance by Jake or something like that. What was uh, it? Dance? Uh, Darren's Dance Grooves. Darren's uh, Dance Grooves. Yeah. The, you know, ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. bye. That's the... The line I remember from TV Guide Channel. <laughs> and then they started doing like red carpet events with Joan Rivers on it. And it just never was quality programming. No. Well, and, and when they did that, they would shrink it down to just three channels at a time. Yep. You know, like it, the advertisements and the, the programming got so big that mm-hmm. they're now showing little. And that just increased your chance of missing mm-hmm. your favorite channels. So TV Guide Channel, I understand why it was a thing, but I'm so glad it's over. Well, and thanks to the guide button. To mm-hmm. quote the grandfather from Lost Boys, read the TV guide. You don't need a TV. <laughs> so that's why you would end up watching it for an hour. It's just like, yeah, mm. I know what's on. Yep. I don't need to watch it. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that that was a very frustrating era of that kind of stuff. Of like, So many kids now, they've never missed the channel they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And it shows. It shows. <laughs> it shows for sure. Yeah. They've never watched like hours of programming of telling you what programming is on. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, when you were in the fancy chat rooms that you're able to hire somebody that would read you that so that you <laughs> know, you're like, hey, write it all down and then send it to me? Was there like a AOL well, keyword of like TV guide? Yeah, probably was. Actually. There probably was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn off your TV and look at this other screen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good segue to mine. Um it was around 97 when my family got the internet and one of the main draws um, other than web pages was email. Sure. And there were three people that we knew that had the internet at the time and it was my uncle, my great aunt, and my grandmother. My grandmother didn't have a computer. Mm-hmm. She had web TV. <laughs> Explain. I don't know if I know what that is. It was basically like a box that you hook up to your TV. The cable. And so that you could surf the web and email right from the comfort of your living room. <laughs> so like you would use your TV as your computer yeah. and you would have this box to be able to access the Which internet. Is that, this is a 97? So you're using like some yes. 640 by 480? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so basically, kind of like the Clapper, it was the kind of the first form of a smart TV. Yeah, sure. okay, I remember this. I remember and, friends who had this. But because it was the 90s and it was on dial-up, it sucked worse than having it yes. on a computer. And since 90% of America wasn't even on the internet yet, 
much less looking for a more convenient way to be on the internet <laughs> other than sitting at their computer. It's like it failed after only being on the market for a year, oh but Microsoft eventually bought it and called it MSN TV. Oh. Uh, but it kind of trickled out after that. Sure. But it might have been good for older people without a computer, but to a teenager who knew how lightning fast dial-up was <laughs> on a real computer, it just sucked. Uh, that makes me like annoyed in this moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like reliving my childhood vicariously yeah. <laughs> stories I never had. Uh, okay, uh, so we have some honorable, honorable or dishonorable mentions. Kay. Colin, you have more. So my uh, honorable mention was in the ugly category, uh, which is also car related. But do you guys remember the club? Like, we oh, would, like yeah. have the thing where you put it onto your steering, on steering wheel. wheel. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> what were we so worried about? Like taking my whole steering wheel and taking like, my steering wheel? Well, there's been so many punchlines and shows and stuff where it's like they steal the car and you leave the steering wheel with that on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just felt like there were such a, there were so many things that we had to do ourselves in some sense to like keep people from stealing our cars where it's like now you can't even start a car without having like <laughs> 10 key fobs and your fingerprints. <laughs> well you just yeah. press a button now. Yeah, like, <laughs> and they always find a way around it. There's always around whatever new technology comes out. Right. So. Like I've seen uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. You can have like really nice <laughs> yeah. car keys made for nice cars. <laughs> yeah. Like, All in 60 stuff. seconds. Yeah. Any others that you have? That was it. Okay. I have two honorable mention uglies. Okay. One was Virtual Boy. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Which I didn't do because I mentioned the Game Gear. Yeah. But Virtual Boy, I and mean. I think we talked about it a yeah. Yeah. And episodes that, ago. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about it before. Just the red lines, it hurt your eyes. Yeah, it was awful. It was not good. And I got so excited when I finally got to play it and then was so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Um And then, Colin, my neck, my other ugly was Discman. Oh, man. Because tragedy. Dang, this it is this never is a, worked the way I wanted right it. And maybe it's just because I always had cheap disc mans. That's the story right there. But you would get the you would get I was too you busy in my splurge on the chat room. Exactly. I was too busy in my high end chat rooms <laughs> that I could not bother to get a high end disc man. Priorities, and bro. Here's the thing, you get the anti skip, right? Oh, it's still yeah. skipped. It's oh. still skipped. No matter which one you got, yeah. it always skipped. And yeah. it was you just, get the one with a lock and everything. And it was still, always too, because <laughs> it was a CD, it was always too bulky to put in your pocket. So oh. you had to have like a clip on put it. Your Jenko or, jeans, bro. <laughs> yeah. Unless you had Jenko's, that's true. Unless you had Jenko's. Yeah. You're going to be so. hitting you in the back of the knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was skipping. the worst like skateboarding with a disc man. Oh it's gosh, like, it's gosh. That's why it skipped. See? See? That's one of those things where it's like, I understand why it happened. I'm glad it was there at the time, but I'm so glad we've moved away from it. Oh, yeah. That, it is so true. Like, the things that we had to tolerate. I actually, I remember uh, when I got my first Discman, it was like a, probably some generic brand one or something like that. But I already had a Walkman. And so, like, Walkman didn't skip, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it had, like, a little belt clip and everything. So mm -hmm. I had, like, a, you know, a Sony brand Walkman that did well. Uh, and then having to like, oh, but now I can move to the crappier disc because the future said that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I remember being like really frustrated when I got, I agree, like getting the very first yeah. CD player kind of thing. It was, it was frustrating. So that's why I was like probably so vehemently like eager to be like, I will get one that does not skip. Because <laughs> I remember like enjoying it because I could like skate and ride my bike and like I said for the yeah, disc yeah. man and it was fine. I hear you. I, I'm with you, right, but like. Yeah. Uh, where you where you spent money in the chat rooms, I was mm -hmm. spending it on mm -hmm. on a plastic spinner. Yep, I get it. And pagers. Mm -hmm. And pagers. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> and a club. 
Okay, so do you have a good, bad, or ugly of 90s technology? We want to hear about it. Also, what was your opinion on high-end chat rooms? Did you ever get into one <laughs> like me? Maybe we talked. Are you in one right now? Uh, yeah. Let me know. I'm still trying to get in after being booted out of the last one. So um, hit us up at PassForwardCast on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Facebook. Email PassForwardCast at AOL.com. We love to hear from you guys. And remember, we're on Spotify now. Ooh. And uh, that's uh, that's it for us. So until next time, Sega. Clap on. <laughs> Clap off. A clapper. <laughs> Later, Snorks. Pass Forward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not. Hey, turn off the podcast.